Read USA Today, Washington sent more than $1.3 billion to China and Russia and we are opening the books. USA Today just published our editorial exposing taxpayer payments to the adversarial nations of China and Russia. We co-authored the piece with U.S. Senator Joni Ernst, Republican Iowa. Your tax dollars are trickling down to everything from Russian podcasts to a cartoon exhibition to Wuhan research. And we've got the receipts. Washington is borrowing money from China to give to China. Yes, you read that right. While we owe the communist countries more than $1.8 trillion, our government sent nearly $870 million to Russia and $500 million to China to pay for everything from poetry projects to dangerous research on bats. And $870 million of US tax dollars went to Russia. These numbers could just be the tip of the iceberg. The truth is, no one in Washington can account for the actual amount sent to these two adversarial nations, or anywhere else. Senator Ernst's amendments to the National Defense Authorization Act do two things. Prohibit Pentagon dollars into the Wuhan Institute of Virology would mandate a Defense Department audit of EcoHealth Alliance transparency is revolutionizing U.S. public policy and politics. Invest to help U.S. make an impact. Thank you for being part of the transparency revolution. Together, we're making a real difference. Remember, it's your money. Fighting for transparency, Adam and Jayevsky founder and CEO, OpenTheBooks.com Thomas W. Smith Chairman, OpenTheBooks.com presented by Jerry Rhodes founder and CEO of the American Enterprise Party www.OpenTheBooks.com and www.UseDebtClock.org report the financial disaster mismanaged by the Democrats and Republicans while bankrupting our future. Good morning, America. This is Jerry Rhodes coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. It's uh, time to talk about USA, our country. I've entitled it, While USA Implodes, China Explodes. And I'm going to be reading from my notes rather than writing out a script and recording it because I think I need some feelings and passion to be able to get the points across. Across the country, 40,000 bills are being proposed annually by our legislatures. And the main legislature, of course, is in Washington, D.C. Uh, 40,000 bills, approximately 5,000 across the country get passed each year. Each one of these bills takes away another freedom, and they increase the costs. There's nothing more basic than the law is inflationary, particularly when you have to enforce it and reinforce it such as the 87,000 IRS agents that are current um, crazy spending, uh, never-ending Joseph R. Biden. It's not Robin Hood, it's Robin Hood, I guess. What does that mean? Well, the bureaucracy grows faster than the gross domestic or gross national product. Matter of fact, it reduces because of the cost of the bureaucrats and we currently have 24 million uh, bureaucrats working uh, for the various levels of government. And I would exclude the first responders from that because they are critical to our future. But the rest of the bureaucrats, we hardly even know who they are or what they do. But they always vote either Democrat or Republican. And in this scenario, we're getting nowhere except... Uh, falling into insolvency and bankruptcy. So I'm promoting 
uh, as, if you've been listening at all to this, uh, a third party. A third party that has a platform, a third party that has a plan, a third party that is based on what makes America great. And that, in my books, the trilogy, defines American capitalism plus American socialism or human capital equals profit. And profit then equals standards of living. Um, the whole financial and uh, uh, stock market and something that I'm calling the um, derivative bubble exists because of that formula. I call it a one plus one equals two. One is the monetary capital, two is the human capital, three is the profitability that implements and sustains everything that's in our society. And I'm looking at our, our enemy, the United um, no, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. What does that represent? It represents totalitarianism, represents Marxism in action, and communism as the end result. So our enemies, or our opponents in this game of trade, are China, Russia, who's trying to get their USSR back, the land grab so they can control natural resources, and China, Iran, North Korea, Venezuela. There's about 70 million, 70 billion, I'm sorry, 70% of the world are committed, <coughs> excuse me, to communism. And uh, we have our own USSR. Ours is the United States social republics right now, is that we can't decide whether we're capitalists or socialists. And I'm just trying to reduce this down to the simplest uh, MC, uh, MCE equals MC squared, which really is the foundation of, of what we believe the universe could be uh, based on. So the United States social republics, uh, the 50 states at this time, are a part of this giant totalitarian system, unless we go back to the basics. And the basics is our, our declaration of independence from totalitarianism and our constitution, which is the uh, game plan or the rules of the game. And uh, so rather than being, being into land grabbing and control of, of, of uh, media and propaganda as they do in Russia uh, and going after Ukraine and then Romania and the Balkans and Poland and Europe, um, as did Hitler, we're stuck here in the middle uh, wondering what the hell we should do when it comes to Ukraine. Well, in my opinion, Ukraine was the first step to totalitarianism across the world. And unless we stop it, and we should have been stopping it at the borders. And yes, I think Trump would have stopped it. We had to, to be the leader of NATO that says if they're going to take this much, they're going to go after more. So I believe there should have been a peace agreement and no-fly zone 
from day one to keep them out. But now that they're there, don't believe anything you hear about Putin being overthrown or he, he does, he's weak or he doesn't have the resources. Of course he does. He's selling more oil than we do. And he's selling it to China, India, to Europe. So his strategy is, is capitalize on energy. And we're trying to, to decapitalize energy in this country, convert it over to something that will only cost us our future. Our future can only be nuclear. And I think that there are ideas that could put the nuclear um, creation of nuclear energy in outer space and uh, it, it could be transmitted and transported back to our grids, which would then eliminate the threat of, of meltdown. But those are just ideas that are coming to my mind as I try to figure out why America is imploding. And it's because of problems. And I'll just go through just a, a list here. And then a plan of action, which is based on outcome. Where there's income, there, uh, where there's outcome, you will improve the American income or GDP. We're not pursuing outcomes. We're pursuing issues at the political level. And gridlock is, is a zero-sum game. Implosion problems, loss of freedoms. It's not just the freedom of speech, it's the freedom of expression of uh, a plan. Because you have to have millions and billions to be able to get into a position of having a voice. And in this country, that requires um, the media backing. And right now, the media is backing the wrong team, in my estimation, because we're imploding. And they don't even talk about Problems. They're talking issues again between the red and the blue, the left and the right, the Republicans and Democrats, and and we're all in the middle because uh, we're we're losing our freedoms. Number two is debt. The debt is not reported except on the debt clock. If you go to uh, usdebtclock.org. You will find the true condition of our financial con uh, uh, position, and the debt far exceeds uh, the revenue. The revenue, if we if you count taxes, taxes don't will hardly cover the interest on the debt. When you look at the long term debt, the short term debt, thirty one trillion. Uh, uh, 20, 30 years ago, it was $10 trillion. How did it get from 10 to 30 Well, yeah, it's because of the, the negative imbalance of trade. We've been losing anywhere from a half a, half a trillion to a trillion dollars a year by shifting the wealth to China, Indochina, Vietnam, uh, Philippines, South Korea, um, Taiwan, um, the 30 countries where we have a negative trade balance means that we import more from them than we export. And why is that so uh, costly? Well, we're paying the shipping. It, when it's shipped from those countries where we have a negative trade balance, we're paying the shipping. 
and the, and the shipping costs are being shipped on Chinese um, trade ships, container ships. And they have anywhere from 10,000 to 18,000 containers. And the cost of a container to ship it was 3,000 pre-pandemic, and it's been 30,000 since then. And China has 4,500 container ships around the world. Of course, they're, they're controlling trade. And we're losing money, and we have been losing money since the Second World War, which results in a $31 trillion debt that we don't even have a set of books that shows those figures. That's just what uh, the Treasury says it is, or the Fed, who's now going to increase the interest rate to drive us more in debt and inflationary. So deficits, deficits create debt, of course, and they're saying, well, we, we can balance the budget, budget in 10 years. Well, yeah, what they'll do is they'll add treasury notes in as a receipt along with taxes to say they balance the budget. When in effect, we're, we're just going farther, further into bankruptcy. So the trade imbalance, the value of the dollar, which is going down at a phenomenal rate and has uh, under both political parties, the gridlock in Congress where they're not getting anything done except argue about issues between the red and the blue and the left and the right. It's the McCoys and the Hatfields shooting at each other and probably going to kill each other and got, get nothing done. We have a transfer of wealth to China. Their, their GDP now is approaching ours, and we shifted it there. Why? Oh, you say, oh, because of the labor costs. We had to get cheap labor, child labor over there. Well, there's not child, child labor over there anymore. It's people making money off of us. And then when they transfer uh, this wealth and they get our technology, they re-engineering or reverse engineering, make it better and increase the price, including freight. And, and shipping to from uh, Asia to uh, the Western Hemisphere is the most expensive way of doing business. Well, how could we fix it? Well, I'll give you just a little hint here as we turn the tables, and they have to foot the the shipping, and they have to foot the unloading of the of the container ships. They have to pay for the transportation to the to the wholesalers and the retailers, and then they have to rent space since it's their retail pricing that we're going to have to try to recover with, with a markup, hopefully, for our profit, they're going to have to incur those costs. Because in general business, this is a global trade is no different than, than any other product that has to be shipped within the United States. It's going to be way cheap, cheaper for the manufacturer and supplier to come back or come over here and get it close to the biggest consumer in the world, and that's the USA. So you turn the tables on the imbalance of trade. You start to force them to incur the costs that you would typically incur in conducting uh, enterprise business. And we got to get the drugs out of, uh, out of the hands of the government who is approving or disproving the FDA, what is right or wrong for for. Uh, drug usage, the big pharma is the the biggest problem we have because they are commercializing, as a cartel does, drug drug use. 
and our addiction rate in at, at, at the early levels of our society, the youth, is 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 crazy. Why are they Why are they tempted to take these these things that look like candy and die from it? Uh, it's 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 the culture. We have a culture of violence, vulgarity, and excesses. Let's admit it, so we can solve it. We have 300 million guns, maybe 350 million, the same as the number of people here. We have 30,000 gangs, a million gang members who have nothing to lose by going downtown or into the suburbs and stealing it or taking it if you don't give it. Crime is rampant in our big cities. Why? Because of the ghettos. We have allowed the ghettos to take over our society in in principle anyway, because they claim that they're you know they're being abused, well, they are. We should go in as they did in the gangs of New York, knock down all of the ghettos as they did in the early nineteen hundreds uh, or eighteen hundreds, and it reduced crime to a minimum, so that should be our focus, not the green New Deal, some harebrained idea that we can control the climate. And the inflationary impact of all of these problems, these are not problems between the red and the blue. These are dramatic worldwide problems. If we can solve them here, we can help solve them somewhere else. Before communism completely takes over the world, that says, oh, okay, everybody won't be the same. Well, how can we be better if we're all the same? How can we be better if we're not pursuing our own personal dreams through freedom? of trade. So we we need plans of action to to make a move to to increase improve the outcome. Where there is outcome there's income. And we're not and, and in government no one talks about outcome. They only talk about laws and every law reduces our freedom. Do we need all these laws? Well, if we're going to pass one we should get rid of 10. Because we have way too many laws, we have too, way too many regulations. Yes, that sounds Republican. No, it's just common sense. But if we don't do this, and we let more and more people in, under the theory that we need them, as Pelosi says, to pick the crops, we don't have cotton that they need to pick anymore. The, the those those are picked by machinery and technology, uh, and and Schumer says, oh, we need to have them. Having babies because our birth rate is down. Well, what idiotic reasons for letting five million people a year come in because they think they can get their piece of the pie without working. In this country, you've got to learn to earn and have a skill to build if you want to have a good standard of living. That's the principles of uh, uh, standard of living, which is I interpret as being healthy, happy, and prosperous. And that's what we're promising Americans when they take their citizenship exam is get it, get you're a part of the workforce. And if you aren't part of the of the solution, you're a part of the problem. So we will have more ghettos unless we start w- working on uh, outcome means income. Uh, our health of of Americans is terrible. Uh, the obesity rate is unbelievable. The chronic disease rate is unbelievable, and we do not have any any rational 
uh, management of, of the health of America. Public health has screwed this thing up royally by using fear tactics during the pandemic and allow Fauci, who is another um, um, dictator, um, running our health system because he's the one that caused it. You know, you go back and look at the roots of this thing and you'll find out that he, he had his footprint all over it. Uh, in 1984, there was a biologist that created the DNA sequencing on the COVID uh, virus, and that's what Fauci sent to uh, the Wuhan lab, and that's where it came from. And it was caused by a synthetic uh, version, which was the one created in America and sent there by an American and funded by an American, and it got out of there, and no, China didn't use it as, as a warfare tactic because they're suffering, still suffering the, from the pandemic, and it may spread again. So we've got terrible management of American health when you leave it in the hands of public health. It's got to be our medical professionals that are managing it. So we need to privatize health care. We have to get it out of the hands of the bureaucrats. It's killing us, literally killing us. Our, our life expectancy is now lower and it's going down every day because of the things that I'm talking about. But yet we still have the fear of the pandemic. And we have the fear of the human con uh, contamination that's driving the Green New Deal. And we have politics as usual, all based on fear. And who are the, who are the politicians? A bunch of attorneys, professors, and uh, bureaucrats. Is that what we want running our, our business? It is. America is a giant business. As I said, it's one plus one equals two. That may be as good, as good of an equation as E equals MC squared because it finally puts some reality into what makes America great. And to call it a political campaign that we need to make America great again, it's already great. And that was, that was Hitler's slogan, make Germany great again. We don't need that. We need to keep America great. It is great. So what the hell are the solutions? We have to have plans. We have to have a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, a 20-year plan. China has a, had a thousand-year plan. They have plans. They're planning to convert their accounting records to generally accepted accounting principles. So they know where they are financially. We aren't. We're on the cash basis. Whatever comes in uh, goes out. And, and, and if there's nothing left, we borrow the difference. It's like a drugstore. You know? They take in the money, and the money goes out. And if they can't make money, they have to borrow money. Well, that's how we've created this nightmare. If you look at the debt clock, 100, $158 trillion in unrecorded obligations, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, uh, all, all the giveaways, the entitlements. And Medicare and, Medi Medicare and Social Security are not entitlements. Those are supposed to be trust funds of, of money that, that is to be saved out of our paychecks. Um, we need a Department of Offense. We, we have spent $3, 4000000000000 trillion on weapons of mass destruction that we hope we never have to use. The major part of the Department of Defense is spending it on the F-35 and other billions on, on an airplane that'll fly up and down, and we can't get it to fly at all. So the Department of 
defense has to become the department of offense. What is our offensive plan? What is the the direction of this country when it comes to protecting our people? And uh, that includes includes pandemics as well as um, military. Um, so you know my 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 example of that is the Chicago Bears. They have they have just hired a, a whole host of defensive minded um, co- um, coaches, and and they're and the, and they've got the worst def- offense and defense in 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 the NFL. So the Department of Offense that they thought they had passed on Mahomes for Trubisky, and they continued to miss the boat the point. The NFL is based on offense, not def- on defense. So is the United States of America and how uh, we, we have to protect ourselves around the world. So how do we do this? Well, I'm proposing a third party. What is that party? American Enterprise Party. The thing that makes America great is our enterprise. It's bringing the capital and human together in a team environment, which we do in every business now anyway. So why not base our our country's administration on that formula so we don't lose a trillion a year in in, uh, trade imbalance? We make a trillion a year in in, in imbalance, which is what we used to do. And and during the Third World War, we had everybody working for that purpose, is to save the country. Well, we need to do that again. So we need to have a third party that pulls us to the middle, pulls the extremes red and blue or left or right or Republican-Democrat radicals uh, into the middle. And does that third party have to win, the, every, win both houses, the, 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 president, the presidency and the Supreme Court? Hell no. It needs to get consensus. It needs to pull these two parties that can't agree on anything because they're chasing issues and do the problem solving by getting rid of laws, not may, uh, encumbering America with more and more loss of freedom. So we want our freedoms back. We want our uh, media uh, supporting what I'm proposing here, not being a propaganda machine to control the minds of Americans because that's where we're headed. That's Orwellian at its best. And when we start talking about how we create babies, then you're you're getting into um, uh, hemesis bowls and creating the perfect human beings. So we don't want to go that way. And we have to have some accountability. Our current government, particularly in each state, is not accountable. The governors aren't accountable for any analytics. You know, what about their crime rate? What about the number of abortions? What about the number of guns? What about the number of people that get PhDs or the number that get a, a, a college education? And the analytics of what's going on in each state should be the analytics which we add up for the country. And right now we're losing. You know, we're, we're 20, 39th in health care. We're, we're way down on, on uh, math and uh, the, the reading and the arithmetic and also STEM. We're down the list. Other countries are ahead of us. Why? Because of our education system is now trying to manage people's behavior rather than increase their intelligence. So we have to privatize education and reestablish what the values of the majority of Americans want. 
Uh, we need to close the borders. This is crazy to keep increasing our population. There was somebody who said, oh, America's so big and rich, they can handle another 700 million people. You know, they're going to put us right up there with China and India and that have gross pro- poverty everywhere in their, <coughs> in their uh, ghettos. Uh, we need to require citizenship. If you get any right to vote, you have to be a citizen. This is ridiculous. The, the, this last, last election was a farce. I don't care what you call it, but by having mail-in voting, you lose all security. Trump, yeah, he, he keeps wailing on it was, it was stolen. No, it was unsecure or insecure. We have to make the voting secure. Otherwise, we have no democracy. We have no constitution. We have the same as they have when they have votes in Argentina or Venezuela or Iran or Russia or China, come on, that, that, that gets us a political bureau, a, a Politburo, which is what we now call Congress. We've got the same thing. We've evolved into that. So we need to have everybody that comes here, if they got a green card or if, they, if they're pursuing citizenship, and that needs to be vetted. We cannot just let, open them up and let them swim across the, the, the uh, river to get here. English as our nation's language. In California, they're trying to service 40 different languages in their education system. Of course, it's a failure. Non-political Supreme Court. We cannot allow the president to, to select, the because he's a politician, the Supreme Court. That has to be on the, some basis of election by the, of the people, for the people, by the people, somehow. And our justice branch of, the, of, of each administration must be monitored in terms of non-political application of the law. The rule of law right now doesn't exist in America because we have a justice department that is, is, is political, politicized. Our politics are not... Um, anything but warped towards personal in, 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 <laughs> um, power and uh, wealth. We need to privatize energy because it's being mucked up royally by the G- G- Green New Deal radicals. We need to have health care privatized to get the reduction of, this, of these chronic diseases and improve the, the uh, life expectancy. We need to have an education department that is educating for our intelligence, not for our sex drive. Um, and we need to have a transportation department that actually acts as a transportation um, um, technologically inclined to not try to elect- electrify everything. Is, that's, that's dead on arrival. And isn't going to happen within the next hundred years, maybe, because the whole thing, the whole world runs on uh, right now fossil or uh, or um, um, nat- not natural natural gas, and to move off of that is is insane. Try to do that. The the great America, we need to keep it great. And I'm going to run out of time here, so I'm going to have to say uh, this is this is number one. I'll add another one uh, in this same podcast.
So keep listening.